I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Green Bay game is over. Now it's time to talk about what happened in the game. What went right? What went wrong? Who's to blame? It's time for the Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented by Lakeland University. Their commitment to education goes far beyond the classroom. Lakeland.edu. Your host for the show, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson on the Big Show Radio Network. Well, I can't officially say it yet. But we're going to say in about, ooh, 41 seconds, NFC North champs, Green Bay Packers. Packers setting to take victory formation niece as long as they don't fumble something here. Uh, it should be uh, done. Packers up 31-30, and they won by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, Gary Ellerson. Yeah, to, I mean, you know, uncommon opponent again, right, and really an uncommon offense. And you saw uh, – the need to have Kenny Clark at nose early on. And great to get out of win. Rodgers missed a throw early to Devontae Adams. I thought he was a little off today. I don't know about you, but I, Who, Rodgers? Yeah, I thought uh, he was a little off early. Uh, but great to get a win. Yeah, huge. And again, NFC North champs are the Green Bay Packers as they win 31-30. Uh, and Gary Ellerson, C. Sparky, Pfeiffer with you. Yeah, I think – I don't disagree with you on the very first possession where he missed Adams at one point uh, or whatever the case may be um, down that left sidelines when he missed that throw. But overall, I mean, you bring up Kenny Clark, I'd say, okay, yeah, fine, I guess. I mean, we could talk about Kenny Clark. But the bigger issue was they couldn't stop Mark Andrews in this game. I mean, th- for the most part – correct me if I'm wrong – for the most part, they've been pretty good against the tight end this year. They really haven't had tight ends have monster games against them like they've had in past seasons where you saw a big tight end like, say, a Greg Olson come rolling in, and you knew he was going to have a game, right? A Jeremy Shockey. I mean, we're going all the way back now years and years and years. But over the course of time, the Packers have always struggled stopping the tight end. This year, for the most part, it hasn't been a big issue. And today, Gary Ellerson, Mark Andrews was a big issue for the NFC yeah. North champ Packers. Warm out, and I think you know a combination of a lot of things. Like I said, I think it's the run game. And I don't, and I haven't looked at the stats to see how many yards they got rushing. Quarterback got a lot, but I think they did really what they wanted to do up front, and then they got the tight end involved. Um, Hollywood Brown on the outside really didn't hurt you that much, uh, if at all. Uh, but you really talk about the tight end really got involved in the game. 
Um, and we look, just, I got the numbers here. So Tyler Huntley mm-hmm. led the team in rushing. That's fair figure with, that. Right. Yeah. 13 carries, 73 yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns those are big, rushing. But those yards per average are huge there. Oh, yeah. yeah almost five and a half yeah. yards per carry. Yeah. Latavius Murray, seven carries, 48 yards. Average mm-hmm. almost seven yards That's a carry. That's a big average. Yeah. Devontae Freeman, six for 22, just under that four yards you. carry. So total 143 yards rushing for the Ravens To me, that's still a lot. You knew that was coming in, that they were going to run the football. And with with no Kenny Clark. I didn't think the quarterback would run that much, though. Well, you knew it. You knew that was going to happen. But uh, tight end got involved. They just didn't have an answer. But still, 31-30 on the road, uncommon opponent, uncommon offense. They get a win. And it's two-point conversion to Andrews. Uh, and Stokes comes up big there. Plus, I forgot Stokes who the – Stokes should have had a pick right there. I, hit him right in the chest. I Steve. forgot who the linebacker was. Tipped it. The ball got tipped. Yes. Uh, I, I don't remember right who it was. Right before it got to tipped Stokes. Tipped it right before it got to hit Stokes. Hit him right in the chest. Right. And that, that also helps. So, kind of fitting that as Andrews beats you the whole game, <laughs> you stop that play on the two-point yeah. conversion yeah. Uh, against Tyler Huntley. And, and Mayor Mitch Ross is uh, the executive producer today, and, him were, and I were talking, and he's like, man, this Tyler Huntley's not too bad. And I said it. Going, I, I said it all I, week that I didn't think he was that bad. Well, so on my social, Steve, I, I don't know what, what's wrong with Packer fans. I mean, what, it just it, let me have Huntley over Love. I really he looked a lot y- better than Love. Y'all stop. He did stop. What, what is there to argue about? I just, Love's had just, one game. And just, they pressured the heck out of him. The just, Packers had no answer. He didn't look good. But Huntley doing, looked but really why, good why? today. We, looked we, pretty we good. Play, we played a game. Why even got to have that kind of stuff? I don't even know why I brought it up. I probably shouldn't have said anything. Well, once you did, the phone's lit up. So there you go. So now we'll see where, <laughs> which way the show goes. Thanks for that. Uh, the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line here on the God. Big Show Radio Network, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying. On your terms with Van Horn Direct, you can also tweet us at Big Show Network. Tweet us at Big Show Network. Uh, and uh, looking forward to talking to everybody tonight. NFC North champion Green Bay Packers. The next time you will see them is Christmas Day afternoon. And this very show will be right back on the air Christmas Day afternoon as well with Gary Ellerson and Dan Plucker uh, on Christmas Day spreading some Christmas cheer. Presents will be open by that point. Gary will be able to tell you what uh, his family and friends bought him by the time they get on the air for the Christmas Day uh, Green and Gold Postgame Show presented to you by Lakeland University. Uh, and, of course, with Lakeland University, online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. 3130, Sparky, Gary, and Nate on the north side of Milwaukee. Your first up on the Green and Gold Postgame Show. What's going on, Nate? Uh, what's good, guys? Um, a lot to unpack today. Closer than I thought it was going to be with uh, with Lamar out, um, but we got the win. Um, one thing I do want to say is we just gotta we just gotta the one thing we gotta really tighten up on is these these slow starts on both sides of the ball. Um, those can hurt us um, in the playoffs. So, but um, MVS, um, I love that guy. Um, he's he's you see the improvement that he's made since he's been drafted. Um, he had drop problems last year. It looks like he even, he has uh, exercised those demons as far as dropping the ball. Yep. And then that on that one touchdown play, that's that's another that's a part of the game. Which if he can add that in, he'll be he'll be a a, a sure number two, maybe even a number one. Um, that that intermediate part of the game with slants and yep. 
feet work and stuff like that, if he can, if he can get that to where it's decent, along with his speed and the, being able to stretch the field, that'll be um, that'll make him even um, even deadlier as far as offense and. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's the MVP of the game for me. Got you. Nate, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I saw Gary tweeting earlier about MVS being the MVP earlier in the game. What was yeah. it after the first half? I think at halftime, maybe you had tweeted that out. Uh, I want to go back to what he said at the beginning of that call. Mm-hmm. We have not talked about it on the big show at all. I don't think, well, at least not when I was on the show. I, I've had mm-hmm. days off, so maybe when I was off, y'all talked about it. Mm-hmm. But he, to his point, this offense not doing much early in games and opening drives. And with McCarthy, I felt like that was a staple. Like, first drive, mm-hmm. normally Packers would always figure out a way to score. Mm-hmm. And even with LaFleur, I think it's it's been pretty good. But for this year, for whatever the reason, they've struggled on those opening drives. Well, just take in this play here, I mean, not to go back, because sometimes I forget, but really, you missed a wide open Devontae Adams. Sure. You had the opportunity. Out. Right. Done. Now, that could be um, Rodgers not practicing. Right, because he, he be, can't because of his toe. Exactly, right. he could be, timing could be off sure. just a little, just a tad, just a little bit. You're gonna suffer some when you don't practice. Even a great Aaron Rodgers, guys like that, they will 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 struggle, I guess, a little bit. Timing off just a little bit, and then as the game goes along, you you'll see them tighten it up and get better. So, um, I just think they just got to get healthy too, Steve. They just, we just got to get a healthy team and we, we're still not there yet I thought I thought that uh, Kelly came in and, and played okay uh, didn't hurt you as much got, I think he got one sack gave up one clean sack but for the most part I thought the offensive line protected well the game plan offensively the touchdown that 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 uh, Devontae Adams caught was another one of those things where Matt LaFleur schemed and made and got Devontae Adams open. Right. I mean, it's, what what he's been able to do, I mean, I know we give Rodgers a lot of credit, Steve, but you can see some of the things that, that, that they scheme up to do to get a guy open to get him a play or to get him a touchdown. It's been phenomenal. And again, he won't get the credit until Rodgers is out and somebody right. else is well, in Well, somebody's got to throw it, right? So... Jordan Love's got to be able to throw and complete that play. Correct. Right? I mean, he's, he's got to be able to finish it. But the Rogers fact of, of being able to scheme up, he'll get credit for the scheming up part of it more once he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Sure. But 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 people don't see that. But I think I think most people – if you go within the game, most people know if you saw that touchdown, that was a play that they worked on, that they schemed up, knew they were going to get what formation they was going to get, and knew how they were going to get Devontae Adams wide open. All right, let's go to Steve in Germantown. You're next in the Green and Gold postgame show of former Packer and badge running back Gary Ellerson. What's up, Steve? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. Uh, for me, I think this is simple. It's a road win against a playoff team. That's a good win right there. That's all that matters. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the fact that we have some increased tight end play with Tyler Davis. Aguara and Mercedes Lewis, the veterans, playing really well. I mean, if you can get contributions from each each of those dudes in that role, it opens up the offense and middle of the field in such a great way to keep drives going. Um, the defense, they played for me in the special. In, excuse me, in the red zone, they played excellent. I mean, I know they get a few touchdowns, but probably it's a good backup quarterback. This guy can play, and the fact that they stopped the fourth down in the first quarter to turn the turnover on downs. They stop that step, uh, that two point conversion yep. right there. That's when you win the game, right? That's how you win these games. You're going on the road. You're going to a very tough opponent who has a good defense and a fluid offense where the running game is solid 
and they have some decent. Look at Mark Andrews. The guy's a fantastic tight end, and he ate us alive. But they contained him in that second half. That's why they won that game. Eleven and three, guys. Number one seed in the NFC. What's what's to be mad about? I know. I know. And I think did we, great, did we, but hey, we're rolling right now. Yeah. Do we increase Thanks for the that call. lead? Which uh, with uh, everybody else's losses today? Yeah. What? Yeah. Cardinals probably. Lose? Uh, well, are we see. two two games ahead of Rams? I don't know what it looks like right now. Still, let's see conference standings: Green Bay they Packers two now eleven and three. Sure. Uh, Tampa Bay ten and three. Yeah, Tampa Bay uh, is right there, and they've played one less game than us. So uh, ten and three, Tampa Bay. So they're they're right there. And then Dallas ten and four, Arizona uh, ten and four because the Lions spanked. Mm. Uh, the Cardinals today. Cowboys did enough uh, to beat the Giants, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the best way to uh, phrase that. Rams still haven't played yet. Niners took care of the Falcons. They're back there at 8 and 6. And then after that, it's all teams below 500 mm-hmm. uh, after that. All right, let's get your calls in here. Let's talk about this Packers win. Uh, Van Hordrak, toll free talk line 855 830 8648. 855 830 8648. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. Let's go to Ron in Whitefish Bay. You're next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show with Gary and Sparky. What's up, Ron? All right. Good evening, gentlemen. I'm, I'm happy for the win, but uh, I was really, during the whole game, kind of uh, angry about the defensive game plan. I mean, it seemed like we singled Andrews a lot, and he was just roasting us. And another thing is that we didn't adjust the fact that that wasn't Lamar Jackson back there, and we were playing, like, soft and afraid of this guy. And I, I think they needed to light him up a little bit more because he's a young quarterback, and I know he played well. I just think they made him get way too comfortable. I mean, the one time I remember them getting really good pressure on him was, like, at the end of the first half when he just threw the grounding play. Right. The rest of the game, he's just sitting there, back, you know, back doing what he wanted, and I think they just played way too conservative on defense. I don't know what you guys. They were talking about it during the game. Thanks for the call. They were talking about it during the game that it felt like they were scared of the Ravens' speed uh, and wide receiver, and that's why they were playing off so much as far as the secondary goes. And but they've been playing it all year long, right? But maybe it was also part of the fact that they wanted to see if Huntley could actually Complete be patient and not make mistakes yeah. and, and think that he's a young quarterback. He's going to make mistakes. Just catch it when he throws it to yeah. you. But he really didn't give them yeah. opportunities. Well, they they play like that all year long, the Packers defense. They play a soft zone. They're going to give everything in front of them. Now, a couple of times we saw Rasul Douglas jump him and take him back for a pick six. Yep. But for the most part, they play a soft zone anyway. I think my biggest problem I had with the Steve is containment on the outside. Everybody trying to go inside. Yeah, there was no containment. He, he uh, Huntley got a chance a couple times just to break outside contain. You got to come. I mean, you, you got to play this kid almost like you would play Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. Is that you got to rush to contain and not come inside? They got burned on that a couple. Times. I think in the first half, I was understanding what was happening. They were okay. They were trying to get the quarterback sack. They weren't really worried about him running the football. Right. But by the time you got to the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, and Preston Smith is trying to do a swim move, getting mm-hmm. to the inside. He goes running by to the outside. Thank you. Okay, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this should have been addressed at halftime. Like, guys, don't let him get outside. Him. Right? And I mean, I I appreciate you want to get a sack. Yeah. Cool. Great. All for it. But <laughs> you can give up mm-hmm. containment, and that continued to happen in the yeah. second half, even late in that game yeah. uh, in the fourth quarter. We always do confident, concerned, and curious mm-hmm. uh, on Fridays on the Wendy's Big Show. I, I was uh, concerned about only really one thing heading into this game, and WC Red 
uh, on Twitter, tweets at Big Show Network, asking if what I was concerned about actually happened today. And uh, I'll tell you if it did or not. Coming up next, it's a great to go postgame show. The Packers, NFC North champs, they win 31-30 to over the Ravens. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who scored first? Was it a big play? It's time for the Schulze Family Beef first score of the game. Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality Wisconsin pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. You're listening to the Green and Gold Postgame Show, presented by Lakeland University on the Big Show Radio Network. The Packers are your NFC North champs. Yes, they are. Steve Sparky Fiverr with you, along with... Gary Ellerson, and interesting that this fourth score of the game, Packers end up winning 31-30. Just make sure I clarify that. Uh, this first score of the game, presented by Schulze Family Beef, uh, was a drive that did not see this player on the drive the entire drive until this play. Here is Dylan. Touchdown, Packers. Nice answer. It was. It was 7-0 at that point, uh, highlight courtesy of Fox. And as Aikman said, nice answer. The Packers got that ball back, Gary, uh, and put together a nice, sustained, long drive with Aaron Jones and some throws in there from Aaron Rodgers. And once they got down there, they brought, I don't know what his nickname technically is. I'd call him the hammer at that point. They brought A.J. Dillon in and just told him, you know, essentially go pound that ball into the end zone, and he did. Well, it feels like now, Steve, although there are still some plays where I would have ran AJ Dillon a little bit more, but anyway, it it feels like right now they're starting to get a perfect balance. Can you pull the numbers up with Jones? Aaron Jones, thirteen carries, fifty-eight yards, two catches, twelve yards uh, on two targets. So he caught both balls. AJ Dillon, seven carries, twenty-two yards, a touch, one catch, thirteen yards, one target. Yeah, I was going to say though, it's starting to feel what felt like to me in this game here that. 
they're trying to get a balance between those two. Uh, it felt like in this game they gave Aaron Jones a little bit more bulk of the work, and Aaron Jones looked Better. a little fresher. He looked yes. didn't he look a different? He didn't look explosive. As, he didn't look as good as he did today the last couple no, of weeks. That's I why I agree. thought Dylan was playing more. Yeah. He looked a little bit better. So I think that's why we saw Dylan playing a little bit more. And now Jones is coming on. I think they're going to lead with Jones. That's their guy. I still think, though, they went to Dylan in obvious short yards and goal line situations. I love to see him there. I think one time they had him on goal line, they actually motioned Dylan out of the backfield, yep. which drove me crazy. But still, he was in the game. Uh, so you start to see some stuff. With with Dylan and and Jones now with Jones being healthy and you starting to see Josiah Degura right now his last two weeks what he could bring to the he's not Tunyon but you can see what else he can bring with an inside offense and my MVP of the game well before the game starts is it's going to be MVS because I thought maybe I tweeted that out before the game started I thought maybe in this game they can get the matchups that they need in the secondary that he could be able to get some good plays. But I still think overall, the Ravens' defense, I thought, played pretty good. I Considering mean, think, they're all backups in the right, secondary, and right. they lost one of them. I thought there would be more bigger plays downfield than we actually got. MVS had seven targets. Devontae had seven targets. Mm-hmm. MVS, five catches, 98 yards, a score. Devontae, six catches, 44 yards, uh, and a score. So not a big game for Devontae Adams, but didn't need it. As I said before the break, uh, there was one thing I was concerned about going into this game, and WC Red tweeted in, tuned in, may have missed it, but were there any major injuries today? Hashtag go back go, and uh, no, I don't think so. I, 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 finally, yeah, I, I they know. finally had a game where they were able to escape without some big injury, right. having to talk about all week long about losing another player. They were talking on this broadcast at nauseum before the game, at halftime of the game, and during the game. Oh, the Ravens are so beat up. Oh, they're so hurt. Four-fifths of this Packers offensive line is hurt. Yeah. Four-fifths? Yeah. The left tackle, the left guard, the center, and the right tackle are all hurt. I'd just be glad we can get some You have back. no starting cornerback uh, in Jair Alexander, mm-hmm. one of the best in the league. And on top of that, you also don't have your best pass rusher and haven't had him all year in Zadarius Smith. Yeah. But that just goes by the wayside to talk. I mean, again, I'm sure the Ravens are bagged up, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But let's not act like the Green Bay Packers are the healthiest thing going either. Right. That's what drives me I just, nuts. I just hope we can get Myers back, back to our – I mean, I hope we can get both of these guys back soon. I still think they're slow playing them because right now they're they're in first place. They're practicing. Back to our yeah. is practicing. I week. saw him, At the end Steve, of the run out. He, he still got a little hitch in his giddy-up. He's not right. Back to our Need, I, he's still limping. I think they aim for the playoffs, but we'll see. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Mike the Painter, you're next to the Gritty Gold Post Game Show presented to you by Lakeland University Packers NFC North Champs. What's up, Mike? Good evening, gentlemen. This is a real big win for us on the road. It's a statement game, you know, to stay there and hang in there and how close it was, you know. It, I really think this shows a lot of our mentality and how tough we are mentally to, to be able to do this on the road that's a tough team you know and for for Campbell to you know he was making plays all over you know and Savage he I think he just needed to go for Andrew's body instead of going for the ball and try and knock it away and I think we would have been a little better on the defensive end with him controlling him but all in all, Rogers did Rogers. You know he he orchestrated a pretty good you know game 
after the first drive. It's it's big win. I I I'm really happy. This is the know. thing. This is the thing. I I don't. Thanks for the call, Mike. I don't know if Packer fans look at this and go big win because there's there's a couple of things here. One, you expect Aaron Rodgers to outplay and outscore the backup quarterback on the other team. That's the first thing. The second thing in all of this is you're NFC North champs now, but our guy Mayor Mitch Ross is like, oh, hum, eh, whatever, NFC North champs again. What else is new? We were talking while the game was going on, and Mitch brought up the Bucks comparison, right? How the Bucs, best record in the league, best record in the league, and they get beat in the playoffs and having their problems, and then they bust through and win. It kind of feels like maybe the Packers are setting themselves up in that same scenario where the last two years, 13 wins, 13 wins, can't get over the hump. Again, as you get guys back, I, I feel it more and more as we go here that they're just setting themselves up to bust through and get over the hump. Special teams, still a major problem, a problem. no question. But other than that, you just got to have confidence because well, more and more guys are playing well. Th- that is a process, Steve. I mean, th- th- that is a process. You just, you just give yourself – enough chances to get into the NFC Championship game and see if you get to the Super Bowl. My Wisconsin Badgers have that same thing, too. They just want to win enough games to see if they can give themselves enough chance to get into the Rose Bowl and then get into the yeah. championship Congratulations game. to the Badger volleyball team. Women. Women's champs. Women's. How about that? I never watched a women's volleyball yeah. game in my life on TV, but I was flipping yeah. between that and the Bucks game the other what? night. And, uh, Were you really? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Did you really? Actually, I take that back. Well, something between that and the Colts game, to be specific. Okay, good. Bucks were third, I, but they were getting they were getting blown out in the second half. So oh, I, I, I pretty much you. was done with that. Yeah. But yeah, I watched yeah. um I watched part of the first set, part of the second set, part of the third set. Yeah. Missed all of the fourth set. Yeah. And then I watched the whole second half of the fifth set, including them winning it. We used to live in a volleyball arena. Steve, when I was in college. Yeah. Say that again? We used to go to all the girls' oh, games. When we were in. Not technically live. Well, okay. we wish we could. But I thought yeah. you were telling me your dorms were where, was where the arena is now or something. Well, no, they, like they played at the uh, – uh, I think – I think back, did they play at the shit? They played somewhere else, but I don't know if they played in the uh, – because they played right now in the old basketball arena. Right. I don't think they played there then. I got to remember that. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But whatever. All but right, the, coming the up Packers next. Packers get a win. That's all we want. Packers get the win over the Ravens, 31-30. NFC North jams. How big of a deal is it to you? Are you like Mayor Mitch? It's oh, whatever. Was we went. We no, just oh, you know, another NFC North title. This happens all the time. Like, let's not get overly excited about it. The Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. How big of a win is it to you as a Packers fan? You just heard uh, Mike the Painter say it was a big win to him. What about mm-hmm. you? You can also tweet us uh, at Big Show Network. Also, we're hoping to have uh, Matt LaFleur's press conference before we get out of here uh, and maybe Aaron Rodgers' press conference before we get out of here. No guarantees, though, depending on how long it takes them uh, to get to the podium and talk. Uh, also, Brian in South Milwaukee, you'll lead things off. Coming up next, it is the Gritting Gold Post Game Show presented to you by Lakeland University here on the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Green Bay game is over. Now it's time to talk about what happened in the game. What went right? What went wrong? Who's to blame? It's time for the Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented by Lakeland University. Their commitment to education goes far beyond the classroom. Lakeland.edu. Your host for the show, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson on the Big Show Radio Network. Packers, NFC North champs are your Green Bay Packers. They take care of business in barely 31-30 over the Baltimore Ravens. They stop a two-point conversion attempt uh, in order to get that one done, in in order to get the win at the end of the day. Uh, And it was a big play at the end. There was not a lot of people thinking they'd be able to stop them, but this is how it played out. Defensively, Stokes was there for Green Bay. I like courtesy of Fox Buck and Aikman on the call there and a big play and one that was much needed for this Packers defense that was kind of dismantled by Mark Andrews throughout yeah. the course of this game, Gary. Mm-hmm. Really was. I, I, oh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. No, it really was. Um, listen, I, I think at the end of the day for the Green Bay Packers, for me, Steve, home field, Got to have it. Uh, I don't agree with uh, Mayor Mitch. Uh, I thought it was a big game because if you don't get home field, you're going to go to Tampa. Don't want to do there. He's not saying it wasn't a big game. He's just saying winning the NFC North isn't a big thing anymore for Packer well, fans because they win it every year. Right, but you got to win it. Well, that. But you got to win and try to get home field. To have the one. To try to win the whole dog sure. thing. Yeah, that's part that's of it. That's what makes it a big thing. I. Maybe Packer fans are whole hum, I guess, about the winning, winning that again. I don't think we would ce- uh, celebrate NFC Championship wins uh, in Green Bay. I almost said something just there, but I'm glad you stopped yourself. But if I was a Badger fan, I celebrate Big Ten West championships. One year, which doesn't happen. Which is a great point. One by year, you. it really is a great one point. year. I'm surprised y'all don't celebrate winning that, the West, that side of the bracket. The West, right? Yeah. I think they do, Steve. Oh, we don't. I, I think they do. I think they do have up on the big thing in the stadium of when they won the West. Well, I'm sh- the years that they won it. Oh, oh yeah, no, in no, the stadium. no, no, no. Oh yeah, I think you they gotta do. be kidding me. Oh, I think they do. I think they got all the years. 
inside the stadium, right up top, where they won Big Ten, where they won the Big Ten championship, where they won the Rose Bowl. How is that not coming I up to this they, point? I think I, I'm not Bowl, sure. Rose Bowls agree that yeah. should be up. But I think they've got but, when they but won. Not winning Chris Kavadovic would know. Not winning your division. That's yeah, not when they win the West, I think that's up there. Take all that stuff for granted, man. Ridiculous. Do they have all the NFC North champions up in Lambeau? So, which I was just going to say, I remember one year when the Detroit Lions won the NFC North, they hung a banner as they were coming out of the tunnel. When the Brewers got the wild card for the first Packers time in 26 years, the Brewers had the wild card yes. thing up. Yeah, Packers never did that. I mean, the, the Brewers had a full-on party yeah, before they, they played the wild card yeah. series to begin with. Well, we were there, weren't we? Yes, we were at Summerfest doing our yeah, show. And I'm yeah. like, this is insane. I've never heard of People any organization. everywhere, though. Yes, having a party because they made the playoffs. Hey. They haven't played a playoff game yet, and we're having a party. Whole everywhere. team shows up, yes. gets off the bus, yell, yes. swim, yes. everybody Swain. and their mama. Yes. Swain came over and talked to yeah, us. Yeah, man. It was great. I'll never forget it, but... That's just not something. But when you're a bad organization. They bring him back to coach. He was, he was helping with Sway after they yeah, fired Ned. Yeah. Yeah, he came back after Ned got fired. Yeah. But but see, that's the difference. So when you're not a great organization, like the Lions, or like the Bucks weren't for all those years, then you do stuff like that. Yeah. When you're a great organization with a great history and high standards, you don't do stuff like that. But again, that's that's my take. That's why the Packers don't do stuff like, oh, they won up the NFC North. Oh, let's throw a party before before we start the first round of the playoffs on our bye week. Brian in South Milwaukee, <laughs> you're up next here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented to you by Lakeland University. What's up, Brian? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Happy holidays to you both. Thank Happy you, holidays Brian. to you too. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, big win tonight. I mean, I think it's it's a big win. Um, this team just plays so much better at home. You know, I think they're still a playoff caliber team on the road, but I think they're just at that next level. So, I mean, anything to get home field is just absolutely pivotal. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, confidence is boosting in a lot of uh, at a lot of positions, a lot of guys. Um, you know, offensive line. When I mean, you got a third string Yash Neiman out there, and he's still protecting Rodgers, and the running game is hasn't really faltered or anything like that. And um, the secondary making the big play at the end. I mean, I think there's just confidence is oozing out of these guys on the offensive and uh, and defensive side of things. But um, got to be happy there. But um, special teams. I mean, I'm at the point where, just as a from a fan perspective, I think Crosby either just has to kick the thing in the end zone. Um, the punters just got to punt him out of bounds because yeah, it's just a different blunder each week and. If you do that against playoff teams um, like the Bucks or um, the Cowboys or any team like that, you're going to find yourself in a pretty dicey situation. You might not be pulling that game out like uh, but see, that's the Bears just... game last. I'm sorry, go ahead. Right, no, but then, but see, that's just it. If you look at the NFC right now, do you see the Cowboys-Giants game? That Cowboys offense looked like it was something that was going to destroy the Packers right now. No, Didn't to me. No. I mean, they put up 21 against the Giants, and the majority of that was earlier on. I mean, the, to me – that that doesn't scare me. Now you we can talk about Brady because it's Brady. Okay, fine. I'll get down with you on that. Yeah. But the rest side, the rest side of this NFC, which I think is still tougher than what the AFC has to provide, I, I just don't know. To me, I mean, there's not a lot that really concerns me on the NFC side, other than probably Brady still at this point. I think that's still a concern. Thanks for the call. I, I don't disagree that the special teams could cost you. I mean, if you give up 200 yards in in return in returns, 
uh, in a game against anybody in the They're playoffs. Not. I don't care if it's the six seed or the four seed. It doesn't have to be one of the top well, two teams, three teams. If you're, it could cost. If you're going to let Tom Brady start at 50 every time. You're dead. Right? Yeah. If you're going to make – I'm just, just playing the Bucks. If you're going to make for, for some unforeseen blunder on a kickoff return – and you fall on the ball, and you got started at 10, and now the offense got to go 90 against that Tampa Bay defense, ain't going to be pretty. You remember? On ain't going to be pretty. On the big show, uh, I forgot when it was, week two go, maybe longer than that, uh, We you wanted to know about the Cowboys. How much have they scored? And I started bringing you all those They're high in the numbers. 40s. Right? And you're like, oh, my God. Well, Leroy had that told good. me. I, didn't, I didn't, right. didn't believe that that's what they were doing. How about this? If you go back to the Vikings game, they lost to the Vikings 34-31, so 31 in that game. Then they put up 36 against the Rams, 45 against the Bears, and 31 against the Ravens as Packers offense. Oh, yeah, they the last uh, two weeks, yes. Last four games, yes. they put up over 30 yes. points. Yes, I mean, they're on a roll. And, and and with starting slow. Correct. With that half first half of the first yeah. quarter being not yeah. much of anything yeah. most of the time. And now you get, you know, Cleveland at Lambeau on Christmas Day. Uh, and again, greeting old post game show with Gary and uh, Dan Plucker after that one on Christmas yeah. Day. Uh, then uh, you get the Vikings in Green Bay after that, uh, and they may be completely out of mm-hmm. this playoff picture by the time they get to that point. And then you end in uh, in Detroit against the Lions. And I gave credit to Leroy Butler on Twitter today because Leroy, like three four weeks ago, said after that tie, after they got the tie, Leroy goes, "They're going to get at least two wins before this whole thing is said and done." Mm-hmm. And Plucker and I laughed at him, like, "Get out of here! You're going to win two games." They won their second one today, beating Arizona, who that was the that's, best team, and they are not looking like the best team anymore without DeAndre Hopkins. That's a shocker. Well, take Hopkins out. I, mean, I don't care who you take out. That, well, that's a big the deal Lions, for them. The Lions? Lions. Campbell credit gets credit. Campbell should get credit. And, that's a and big win. I haven't looked at what Detroit's done Packers, here. Packer fans love that, though. I mean, look at this. So if you go back to the tie for the Lions real quick, they tie the Steelers 16-16, right? Mm. The next week, they lose 13-10 to to Baltimore, field goal. Mm. The next week, they lose 16-14 to the Bears, two points. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Vikings 29-27, get smoked by the Broncos last week, 38-10. And then they come back this week and score 30-12 to over the Cardinals. They've got at the Falcons, which is a winnable game yep. at this point, at the Seahawks, don't know where they're going to be at, mm-hmm. and then holding it, they could get another win before this whole thing is said and done. The other thing, but, but the Cardinals—that's something's not right there. No, they're Huge not red right. Flag. Even without, I know Hopkins is gone, but this team is good enough not to struggle like that. You would think so. I I totally agree. Not he, to struggle like that. You you would think that they would be good enough uh, for certain. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Thirty-one thirty Packers over the Baltimore Ravens. We'll hear from uh, Aaron Jones still to come here on the Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented to you by Lakeland University on the Big Show Radio Network. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. What was the scoring drive of the game? It's time for the drive of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. You're listening to the Green and Gold Post Game Show, presented by Lakeland University on the Big Show Radio Network. Welcome to the Green Eagle Post Game Show. 
Presented to you by Lakeland University. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Gary Ellerson, Packers, NFC North champs, 31-30. Packers over the Ravens. Now, drive of the game. This here is, uh, I don't know if it's debatable one way uh, or the other as far as uh, what it can be uh, determined as. But I'm going to go with uh, this one here uh, in the fourth quarter of the game. Uh, that I thought uh, was a big play. It was an 11-play drive, and this is how it sounded on Fox. Rodgers. Pass caught. Valdez-Scantling. Touchdown, Packers. Uh, And that was a big play, I I thought, there in the fourth quarter because that made it 28-17. That gave them an 11-point advantage Mm -hmm. at that point. I'll be honest, me, myself, and I thought it was done. At 11, I'm like, it's over. They can't stop the Packers' offense. It's done. I don't care how good Huntley's play. It's done. And then the field goal, right after that, Crosby with 9.26 to go, what made it 31-17. getting seven. Yes. That's what hurt him every single time. But, but Gary. That's what hurt him. Focus on the positive. He made the field goal. Okay, fine. Uh, Focus on the positive. He didn't miss a field goal in this game. If you want to know how they got back in the game, that's how they got back in the game. Well, that and Huntley running all over the place. Well, I mean, still, it's, it's the field goal and not the touchdown. That was, Got him back that in was the game. 14. Yes. And that, they, then they went on, what was it, a four-minute, 39-yard drive that yeah. resulted in Huntley scoring there uh, to make it 31-24. I'll promise you something else. Harbaugh does not go for two there if it's anybody but Rodgers or Brady, say, a quarterback on the other team with 40-some seconds left, when, that he that feared Joker, could go down there and line him up for a field goal. When that Joker went for two, was that last week? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago? The, the Joker was wide open in the flat, missed him. Who was that against? But it tells you two things. One, he doesn't trust his defense nearly as much as he used Well, he to. said he was out of corners. Yeah, he was because they but were all But who hurt. was that against? I forget who that was against. But he doesn't care. Jeez, Michelle DeFore, like, she done lost a lot of weight. Look at her arms. It's her last year on the sidelines. Did you hear that announcement? So what? She's done after this year. No. She's all done. All done. This is her last year. She's missed several weeks, planned to miss several weeks, because she didn't want to, I don't think she wanted to do them as much anymore. So they've had somebody else uh, filling in for her on her off weeks. But yeah, she's done after this year. She's all done. You know, she's wow. a huge, I don't know if she still is, but she. I think she still does her show. She was a huge like political news talk host in Minneapolis. Did not know that. Huge. And has she's been. a Vikings fan. And has been for years. Not sports talk. News talk. I know she's a Vikings fan. Is she know. from Minnesota? I think so. I mean she's been there for as long as I know I can you remember. told me not to do this, but I took a picture of her and oh, I Lord. in a tunnel at the game. Did you call her the right name? I can't find it. Yeah, Michelle to You just say yeah. Michelle. Good. And I can't for the life of me find that picture. I got one of me and Josina. It is Josina, right? Yes. I got that one, but I can't find a one of Michelle Tafoya and I. You better hurry up because she's, she's about done. She's about done, eh? She's about done. She's had a good career. Oh, she had a great she's, run on TV. She's done very well. Yep. And as well as she's done on TV, I believe she does even better in radio, which is even crazy. What radio think. she's on? I've never heard her show, but she's been doing it for a long time. I've never heard a radio show. It's uh, up in Minneapolis. I don't I, like I said I've never heard it. I just yeah. know that's that that's was that's been saying. part of the thing one way uh, or the other. Okay, so Dom, uh, Aaron Rodgers is talking right now, so we'll get from Aaron, here's some Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but want to hear from Aaron Jones here as the Packers uh, win the NFC North. They win 31 uh, to 30. Uh, and Aaron Jones, like we talked about earlier in the show, Gary, was more of the game plan mm-hmm. than he had been in the past. And literally this week, 
we were going to do a topic of, do you think you know Aaron Jones is kind of becoming that second back to A.J. Dillon? It wasn't that way today. He outtouched uh, A.J. Dillon uh, by a few. And this is what Aaron Jones had to say after the game. All right, so there's Aaron Jones uh, talking uh, after the game uh, about that whole two-point conversion thing. Where was your head at, Gary? Because you were on your way into the studio driving in when they were doing that two-point conversion. Were you thinking to yourself, was, all right, if they get it, we lose? Or were you thinking, even if they get it, odds are they'll get a field goal attempt and then it's on Crosby? Yeah, I think it was 45 seconds and one timeout yep. left, I believe. So I was thinking we'd get a field goal. Because they really hadn't stopped Rodgers all game. No, long. but it was a matter of Crosby hitting the field. Right. Then you just got – so you know you had an opportunity to try to win it. So I thought we have an opportunity to try to win it. I did not want to be put in that situation. I did not want it to come down to Crosby again yeah. for a chance to try and win or well, lose a game. He's going to have to win or lose a game here at some nope. point. Nope. Mm-mm. At some point he will. Nope. Let's hope not. Let's hope he doesn't get put in the position the rest of the year to have a chance to possibly win or lose a game. Because, again – me personally, mm-hmm. I don't want Crosby to have to feel that if he misses. Like, because it's going to be horrible. Like, Packer fans hey, are going to lose their mind probably will, if he loses way, a game, especially way, if it's a playoff game. Down to that. Yeah. Right. The other thing about this, I was thinking about this tonight, too. What's that, Steve? Dude's running out on the field, and you're going, I guarantee you, a, a bunch <laughs> of people went, Who the heck is Tyler Davis? Who is that guy? Well, we saw him two or three weeks ago. I know. But you're watching, you're like, okay, well, that's nice. And then you sit back and you think to yourself, you're going, huh, who's been talking about Robert Tunyon since he's been out the last couple of weeks? I mean, you saw him riding around on the golf cart or whatever at practice at the end of the week, uh, back from his surgery or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's fine. But even without Tunyon, who last year was a big part of this offense, this offense really hasn't slowed down at all. I thought about him today when – Josiah dropped that one on the sideline there. I'm going like, Tunyon probably would have caught that. I mean, there's a difference. Tunyon is just a better receiver than Josiah. They do. Sure is. They're two different players. And they miss him. They, they miss him a lot. They miss him in the middle of the field. They miss him on crossing routes. I mean, they miss him. But the Packers have been able to adjust and overcome with Josiah DeGura and doing things with him what he's good at. And so the offense kind of morphed into something else. You have more now of a run game with A.J. Dillon, with Josiah DeGore. So I guess you take the good with the bad with that. With Rodgers and the TD record and all of that uh, for the Packers, Mm -hmm. is he now the clear-cut best quarterback in Packers history? Is that now clear-cut? Like if we ask this question at some point this week of – who is just put it on the docket? I don't who know is the best quarterback in yeah. Packers history right now? Is it Brett? Is it Aaron? Is it Star? I think it's got to be Aaron at this put point. It, put it on the docket. We'll do that next week. Because I, I think from a from a poll question standpoint and everything else uh, on the Wendy's Big Show, I think it's uh, to me at least. I, I think it's Aaron. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what everybody else uh, would have to say about that. Packers get the win 31-30. They take out the Ravens. They hold off a two-point conversion attempt at the end to stop Baltimore. They win uh, the the NFC North. And next up, the Cleveland Browns at Lambeau on Christmas Day. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. The Green Bay game is over. What player stood out from today's game? Who made the biggest impact? It's time to name the Van Horn Automotive MVP of the game. Van Horn Automotive Group with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa. Family born and employee owned. 
on the web at vanhornauto.com. You're listening to the Green and Gold Postgame Show, presented by Lakeland University on the Big Show Radio Network. Packers are NFC North champs. How big of a deal is it to you that they actually are the NFC North champs? Does it even matter to you that they're NFC North champs? Green and Gold Monday tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to doing that on the Wendy's Big Show. We'll get Leroy Butler's thoughts on this 31-30 win by the Packers over the Baltimore Ravens. All right, top of your Van Horn, MVP of the game, GE. What say you? Do you already have one pick? Uh, I'm I'm open to suggestions. Go ahead. You had mentioned MVS you yeah. thought would be that guy, right? Yeah, for me, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with MVS. Do you, do you have one picked already, no? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. No, I'm fine with MVS. Five catches, see, 98 yards, and a touchdown It's for not, not even that. Do you see how he's catching the ball right now? Yeah, way better. With Just, his hands. Yes. Yes, that's how you should catch it. So many people Would you remember him last year? Yes. The year before? Mm-hmm. Just, it's like he had it's just bricks. Again, Gary. Different Devontae, dude. Devontae Adams was the same way early in his career. They all were. James Jones, same. They all were. I mean, some of these guys just always. It you're took like, time uh, to develop. I don't know. If that's going to work. Jennings really wasn't. Jennings had hands. He was smooth from the right jump. away. Jordy, I think for the most part, had hands. He had no. his drops though too. No, he no, did have Jordy drops. Had, remember he the did Super Bowl? Yes, he did have drops. You're right. Yep, I forgot. Yeah, so he did have his drop. Early on, he did, yeah, yeah for yeah. those first two, three years. Let's yeah. go to Trell, north side of Milwaukee. You're next here. The Green and Gold Post Game Show presented to you by Lakeland University. What's up, Trell? Hey, how you gentlemen doing? Doing, doing good, good, man. Buddy. What's up? Well, another NFC North championship. Uh, but that's not the goal. So, uh, you know, it's Super Bowl or bust now with the Packers at this point. For sure. I feel like this is an, um, a 1994 San Francisco 49ers. Steve Young Super Bowl because uh, it's been highlighted in the national media that Aaron Rodgers hasn't done well in the championship games. And I think it is somewhat of a monkey on his back as, long, as well as it's been with the Packers over, over a number of years now. Uh, Sparky, you were just asking the question about uh, who you think is the best quarterback in Packers history. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Rodgers is going to declare it's going to be him because he, the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. This year, and that I gives him too. Off his back. Yep, he's he gonna get the monkey off his back and get back to win the Super Bowl. Um, I think I think it's gonna be like a Steve Young explosion because he got to be feeling that pressure. And then with that vaccination thing earlier, that just made it even worse for people to be very more skeptical of him and his uh, record in the playoffs. So he gonna he gonna solidify that that number one spot. He gonna win the Super Bowl this year. There, it, right. In some degree, it may be out of out of his control a little bit, which is crazy to sound. Thanks for the call, Trail. But with COVID cases and all the injuries that keep happening to this football team, it may be taken out of his hands. I mean, he may be fine and he may be on top of his game. But if they continue to lose more players on the offensive line and if they lose wide receivers and he doesn't have a supporting cast around him anymore because everybody's on the sidelines watching for one reason or another in a playoff game. I mean, it, it may not matter, but I agree. If, you know, you have Bakhtiari back and your wide receivers are healthy and your running backs are mm-hmm. healthy, yeah. yeah, I, I think he's going to give them every chance shot. to try and go win this thing. They got, I, I don't know. I feel, Josh Nyman is playing better. I mean, better than you could have ever imagined. No doubt. But I just think you got to have Bakhtiari if you're going to go face Tampa. And then what happens at right tackle? 
Maybe you can push Nyman over at right tackle. Yes, and I don't know how difficult that is to do because yeah, it's well, totally different it's, with your feet. Yeah, it's, it's totally, but I think, I think you can. I think that can happen. Because Dennis Kelly has not played all that well in no. right tackle. He's okay. Yeah. He, he, but, that, I don't, but I don't know if you – right now – Dude, Houston is 100 years old. He blew yeah, by him like he was standing right, still. Right, right now, though, you would think that Nyman is your second best tackle right now, don't you think? Or no? I couldn't tell you who the other tackle is besides those two. Who's the, who's the guy that comes in now if they go dirt? I'm here. Yeah, what, what do you got? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just elevated an offensive lineman this week. I don't remember who it was. Who I should go back and look. They elevated somebody off the practice squad. I don't remember who it was though. Uh, Tony in Sussex, you're next in the Green and Gold Post Game Show. What's up, Tony? Hi guys. Um, yeah, it was a good win. I mean, I'm I'm really was impressed by the way how Rogers spread the ball around to different receivers and got them involved. Um, with me, the I think it was Gary or I think it was Gary said, you know what. How's the bar? With me, I set the bar that we have to win the NFC title game or I really won't be happy. Yeah, I'm glad we won the division, but it really wasn't a horse race, you know. And I kind of shrugged my shoulders to it. I didn't even know it until I listened to you guys on the radio and you kind of reminded me of it or reminded us of it. I kind of thought maybe we won it already because that's all I care about. We have to win the NFC title game. You know, then we can talk about, yeah, let's go win the Super Bowl, but We've been there so many times in the past, you know, five years. Was it three times did we lose the NFC title game, if I'm right? right. And, um, yep. Yeah, you know, that, that's my bar. I mean, and I think we I, – I don't see – I think we have the team to do it. I think hopefully we, if, if it is we fortunate to get there again. Um, I, I think it's Tampa. Um, I, I'm just not impressed with Dallas. I, I don't care. They're too up and down. And I saw – I watched that whole game today. And and I and they just don't impress me one bit against a really weak uh, New York Giants. Team, yeah, Giants you know? not Giants not good at all. Tony, thanks no, for the call. Not. Cole Van Landen, the Badger. That's who they elevated to be that's the backup tackle. Okay, tackle guard. And you got Ben Braden, mm-hmm. Cole Van Landen, Jake Hansen. Those are your backups right now. Yeah. Now, did they say when we we're going to get back? Because um, he didn't undergo surgery. Um, who's the right tackle? Right, just, Billy Turner. He did not have surgery, right? I don't believe so. I don't think that they said we'll get him back sometime this season, right? Is that the case? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, but if you can't get Turner back, yeah, likely to return this season as of if Bakhtiari come back, I look at Nyman going over the right tackle and wait for Billy Turner. Just again, I mean, all of these people that are hurt, and they just continue not only to win but to score a ton of points with a bunch of offensive linemen that was supposed to be their depth. And now their depth, like I said, is Braden, Van Landen, and Hanson. We'll that, that's where do. you're at depth-wise yeah. right now yeah. uh, for this They've team. They've done a great job of drafting offensive linemen every year. Just crazy. They really have. All right, MVS, we named as the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's hear uh, a couple minutes of MVS uh, from earlier tonight. All right, there is MVS uh, talking a little bit earlier today. Aaron Rodgers uh, just got done talking. We'll hear from him next. Packers win 31-30. So we're going to go post-game show presented by Lakeland University. Packers are champs of the NFC North. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. NFC North champs, Green Bay Packers, great and gold Monday tomorrow. Gary Ellerson, myself, see Sparky Fiverr, Leroy Butler. We'll talk about another Packers victory as they 
Uh, clinched the NFC North tonight, 31-30 over the Baltimore Ravens. They hold off a two-point conversion attempt at the end, uh, trying to take the lead with 40-some seconds to go for Baltimore. Uh, unsuccessful. They tried to go to Mark Andrews, who had killed them all night, uh, and Stokes was able to get his hands on it, break it up, and the Packers were able to, to kneel the ball uh, and call it a game and a win for them as they are, again, in route to maybe another 13-win season just like that. They may get 14. They may end up being 14-3 and three before this whole thing is said and done. All they do under Matt LaFleur is win, 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 uh, and part of the reason they win, win, win is the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, uh, who tonight again uh, comes up and, and plays well enough. Obviously, 23 of 31, 268, three touchdowns, 132.2 quarterback rating for Aaron Rodgers in the win. He spoke after. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Let, let's talk sure. about what Rodgers just said. First of all, the man's been in the league forever. So to hear Rodgers go, they did stuff I didn't, I've never seen before, that's, to me, that's a huge respect to uh Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, for putting together some defenses uh, that not even 12 has seen before to try and slow down Devontae Adams. And for the most part, it worked, Gary. I mean, Devontae Adams didn't have 120 or something like that on him. He didn't even lead the team. That was MVS today. You just wonder how many times uh, you'll see teams kind of try and mimic what the Ravens did against Devontae throughout the course of a game. Hey, they can't do it consistently because eventually they'll figure it out. Rodgers and Devontae, and we'll be able to take advantage of it. But the fact that they were able to come up with something that 12 hasn't seen at any point, uh, that's that's pretty impressive by the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, I think. Well, if 12 said it, I believe him. To say that he's know. never seen yeah, it. Like, I yeah, didn't think that was possible at this yeah, point of his career. Too. I mean, you, you, I'm with you on that. So, but I, I still think if that's what they're going to do, then they got to go to somebody else. And don't force feed it to Devontae, then you get the – the teams get bogged down. The Packers get bogged down when you try and throw it to Devontae, and you really can't get it to him. I, I thought Rodgers did a good job of spreading the football around. And that's the, that's the other part of this, right? So if, if they take Devontae away, he's got to be patient, like you said. See, I felt like last week, in last week's game, I thought Rodgers force-fed it to Devontae a lot when there was nothing there. And to me, that slowed the offense last week. I was watching Devontae – in the huddle, when they would show him in the huddle, when things weren't going that well in the first half, as far as not getting him the ball. Because I wanted to see, like, if he was talking to Rodgers throughout that love life, mm-hmm. dude, give me the ball. I'm open. Give me the ball. I wanted to see what he was doing. And again, this is TV, so I have no idea. But right. TV, watching on TV, it didn't look like his mouth ever moved. Like, it didn't look like he was ever in the huddle complaining well, he or doesn't ever have saying to anything. Because he knows Rodgers, that's his guy. He doesn't right. have to. He, was just he knows he's going to get his ball. Because there was one where he was shaking his head in the yeah. huddle after one play. Yeah. And I don't know if, if he was actually open and thought he should have got the ball yeah. or just frustrated that he wasn't allowed to kind of get open right. by what they were doing. Right. And isn't that big for him as well, Gary, as far as being put in that situation where maybe he hasn't been to this point? And how do you get through that part of it mentally, kind of been being taken out of the game and essentially almost being, you know, having to be almost like a decoy for the offense? Well, but I, I still think what we talked about earlier, that Matt LaFleur has a keen eye or design plays to get Devontae open. They can get him open, scheme to get him open if they want to, to get him involved in games. I think you still saw that today. Well, he had eight, seven catches. Yep. That's still a lot in one game. So, again, I mean, that that to me is, is the big thing. Him and MVS both had, I think, seven targets. Right. Uh, in that game. But in other games, we've seen him have 12 targets, right. 13 targets. 
Uh, so you got to give, again, like I said, Wink Martindale and that defense uh, some credit for kind of taking uh, Devontae out of the game. Still found his way into the end zone. Still got himself a touchdown. Uh, but still, uh, pretty impressive. 31-30, Packers over the Ravens. NFC North champs back and talking about more about this game tomorrow with the uh, Packer Hall of Famer Leroy Butler on a Green and Gold Monday on the Wendy's Big Show. Don't forget, next game, Christmas Day, Saturday afternoon against the Cleveland Browns at Lambeau Field. Gary Ellerson and Dan Plucker will be back on the air with the Green and Gold Post Game Show after that one. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a good one. Toodles! Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.